You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 95. I'm very excited about today's episode because today's topic because it's just so important. (laughs) It is so important. We are talking about this particular word that we use and it is should. Yes, the word should. And, you know, we should ourselves all the time. Is this helpful? Let's discuss and find out. So it seems to me that many of us have become aware of how the word should is impacting our lives. And we're aware that it's not necessarily for the better. So when we think we should be doing this, or we tell ourselves we should be doing that, we are self-judging, we are self-criticizing, we feel guilty, and these are not helpful experiences. So what does it mean, shoulding yourself? Well, basically, it means that you are telling yourself that you have an obligation to do something different from what you're actually doing. There is a psychologist named Clayton Barbeau who has been credited with coining the term shoulding yourself. And they say that it means putting pressure on yourself to do or be something based on what you think you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to be. The problem with shooting yourself is that every time you tell yourself you, quote, should have done something, or you, quote, should be doing something, or you, quote, shouldn't have done this or that, you're essentially shaming yourself. And what's interesting is that these statements, I should or I shouldn't, they're so, they're everywhere. It's completely socially acceptable to should ourselves. And at the same time, when you should yourself with unrealistic expectations, it can take this huge toll on your mental and emotional well-being. Because when we continually should ourselves, we are basically beating ourselves into living up to ideals that we may or may not even agree with. And sadly, this is completely, like I said, it's completely socially acceptable. And socially, even there's expectations that we that we need to beat ourselves up into doing something with a should. I just, it just, it really pisses me off. It just, it, what really sucks about our society is that we think we need to be hard on ourselves. We think we need to beat ourselves into change. We think we need to should ourselves into action. And we have been sadly and mistakenly taught that we, that if we don't, that if we don't should ourselves into doing something that we're lazy or we'll become inert or what have you. So I have some common examples that I hear from new clients and you might be able to relate. Do any of these sound familiar? I should be doing better. I should exercise more. I should lose weight. I should do yoga. I should be more grateful. I should go to bed earlier. I should meditate. 
I should be more productive. I shouldn't have reacted that way. I shouldn't emotionally eat. Oh my God. When we continually shit ourselves, it leads to feelings of guilt, incompetence, feelings of insecurity, failure, lack of self-control and self-trust. And then this can make us feel like not only did we do something bad, but that we are bad, aka shame. When we feel guilt and shame, when we feel like a failure, when we feel overwhelmed and incompetent, then those feelings breed inaction, stagnancy, and they keep us stuck. So the more you feel like you should do something, the less likely you, you actually do it. Do you know what I'm saying? This, this is so common with my clients when they first come to me, and it is my honor to help them work through it. So whatever should or shouldn'ts are on your list, they really always add to an underlying message that, you know, you should be better. You should have known better. You you should be doing it a different way. You're not doing it right. You're not doing life right. You could be better if you only tried harder or did more. When you should yourself, you're effectively telling yourself that you aren't good enough. How often do you do that? How often do you should yourself? It's not helpful. It's not fun. It's not nice. So I want to share a personal story. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I feel that it's relevant to share again. Back at the end of 2013, beginning of 2014, when I hit rock bottom with so many health and health issues and family issues, health issues from rheumatoid arthritis, the autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic pain, chronic fatigue. My dad had just died a few months earlier. It was, it was insane. And my body was crashed and was screaming to me. And so I made this decision to prioritize myself and my health. And I had absolutely no idea what that meant, or how to do it, but I knew I had to do it. So one of the first things that I did, in in addition to changing my lifestyle and stop performing burlesque full-time, was to learn how to not judge myself. And for me to stop performing burlesque full-time, I need to have a job. And before I was doing burlesque full-time, I had fabulous, wonderful very creative, kick-ass jobs. (laughs) And so I, that where I was a workaholic overachiever and I could not live that lifestyle anymore at all. So I took on a part-time admin job to help pay my bills as I prioritized myself and my health. And this particular job that I took, I was overqualified for very overqualified for. And frankly, in the beginning, I was embarrassed. I felt that, like, why should I take on this part-time job? I have a effing master's degree. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be in a different place in my life. I should have a much higher paying job with amazing responsibilities and be at the level that I think that I should be. You know, I should be in this different place in my life. But I realized that this shooting myself was so pointless. 
and it was hurtful. This life choice and this transition that I made years ago was so huge for me to learn to let go of shitting myself, to learn to practice self-compassion and to let go of judgment, self-judgment and self-criticism and to trust my journey, give myself permission. You know what? This part-time job right now is a blessing. I'm going to cry right now. It was a blessing on so many levels. It allowed me to heal. It allowed me to learn so many lessons. It allowed me to stop shutting myself. It allowed me to learn self-compassion, to recognize that these expectations that we have for ourselves are sometimes just so dumb <laughs> and just like unfounded and and painful and unrealistic and unnecessary. And I learned to trust myself and my journey and know that that is what I needed to be doing in my life in that moment. Shooting myself only made me feel worse. So I learned to let it go. And if this is something that you're struggling with, if you're, or if you're noticing, wow, I should myself all the time, I'm so glad that you are here. You are in the right place. Because we can unlearn this impulse to shut our to shut ourselves. We can learn to we can unlearn this impulse to shut ourselves. So let's do this. Let's break the shooting cycle. I'm gonna give you three ways to stop shooting yourself. Are you ready? Okay. Number one. <laughs> I paused because I was like. Uh, there's so much to say, but I'm just going to say because I just talk about this all the time. Number one, become more self-aware. The first step to becoming aware of your, the first step to letting go, to stop shitting yourself is to become aware of your thoughts and aware of your self-talk. Observing without judgment. How often are you shitting yourself throughout the day? And then get curious. Get curious, ask yourself questions, understand the origins of your impulse to should yourself. So this takes time, it takes mindfulness. We have time and we are becoming mindful. So this mindfulness is watching your thoughts, seeing where they are coming from. And over time, it just becomes easier and easier. You know, each time you catch yourself shooting yourself, ask yourself questions like, where is this coming from? why do I think that I should be doing this? Or who says that I should? Or do I really want to do this? Or how is this benefiting me? What's, you know, ask whatever question comes up, go with that intuitively. Remember, your decisions and your choices are yours to make. The second way to stop shooting yourself is being mindful and change change your words. Make this shift of changing your words. So we often use the word should so frequently. We are just so used to shooting ourselves that it takes place of more accurate and even powerful phrases like I want, I can, I will, or I choose. Truly, we, we say should all the time. And oh my God, just our, our, our words are so, are so important that literally this shooting ourselves 
we actually might really mean I want, I can, I will, or I choose. So swapping in these words can help you feel more empowered and feel more, you know, actively in control of your life. So I'm going to give you an example. You know, what about I choose to do the dishes? Doesn't that feel a heck of a lot better and motivating than I should do the dishes? When I when you say I should do the dishes, it feels like crap. <laughs> but I choose to do the dishes. There is that there is this little spark of motivation. I'm telling you, press pause and say it. I choose to do the dishes. I should do the dishes. It is significant. Or how about, you know, saying, I want to do, I want to do yoga because I feel good when, you know, because I feel good when I do it. So saying I want to do yoga because I feel good when I do it feels a hell of a lot better than I should do yoga. It's like I should do yoga. You're just kind of cutting yourself off before you even start. Do you know what I'm saying? Or what about, you know, I should go for a walk this week compared to I will go for a walk this week. Hello? <laughs> Notice the difference. So using different words and you know shifting your inner dialogue, it really changes your mindset and helps it can help relieve unnecessary pressure and unnecessary guilt. So these simple changes to your vocabulary and self-talk and self-talk really allows you to feel more in control and less stressed and better about your life and your choices. And then the third way to stop shooting yourself is get clear and specific, make a plan. So when you get specific, you're you're going a bit further or you're going you're going deeper than than changing your words. So you're making it even more possible or doable for yourself. So often when we shut ourselves, it's something we actually do want to do. Like, you know, go for walks or eat healthy, but we keep our the should vague. So then there's not clarity and it's difficult to actually follow through or we might make an excuse because it's just there's we're not specific. So this kind of, you know, vagueness really, yeah, it could be used as, you know, seen as a a subconscious or even conscious excuse. So, for example, you might say, I should eat healthier or I should exercise more. Well, generally, (laughs) these shoulding ourselves leads to nothing. At least so, you know, feelings of failure, disappointment, because we're just saying these words, potentially meaningless words, and we don't follow through. And then we feel bad or guilty. You know, we feel bad about ourselves or we feel guilty. However, however, when you create a specific plan of action, not taking on more than you know that you'll actually do, it is much easier to be proactive, create change, and then you avoid guilt. You know, I talk about, I've talked about this before, I'll talk about it again, baby steps. So if your goal is to eat healthier, get specific. Instead of saying, Ugh, I should eat healthier. Change your words and make a damn plan. 
You could say something instead like, I want to feel better this week, so I will eat greens at least three times. I want to feel better this week, or I want to feel better, so this week I will eat greens at least three times. Get specific. Change your words, get specific. Or instead of saying, you know, I should exercise more, be specific and choose your thoughts and words wisely. Be realistic. I want to say, I want to feel better in my body, so I will go on a walk once this week. I want to feel better in my body, so I will go on a walk once this week. When you give yourself clarity and realistic, achievable goals, you are way more likely to follow through. Then you gain momentum, you build self-trust and self-confidence. When you stop shooting yourself, it opens up opportunities for more self-trust, more self-confidence, more self-acceptance, and self-love. And all of these contribute to living a positively anti-inflammatory life. And that's what I want for you. And I would love to work with you and help you on your holistic healing journey. So if any of this resonates, let's talk. Just reach out, email me, and let's set up a call. You can email me directly at info at thewellnessheadquarters.com. You can visit my website, thewellnessheadquarters.com, and get in touch with me there to book your call with me. And I look forward to talking. So thank you so much for joining and listening today. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, say something nice to yourself. Slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide.